Why was that looking fire? Hello, everybody listening, watching. Welcome back to the Double B OBS podcast. Now, um, I did say that I was going to take a week off, and I did. And um, I'm glad I did because a lot of stuff happened, a lot of stuff to talk about before we dive into some of the headlines, like the NBA trade deadline and, of course, the Super Bowl. I got a couple announcements to make. The next episode um, will be the first BS episode. And what I mean by um, BS is it's basically like just a chill podcast. Like it's not sports oriented. It's going to be me and um, a little guest, a special guest coming in. Someone different, not Hunter. Um, He's one of my boys. And uh, like we're really funny together. So I think that episode is going to be a banger. I think it's going to be really funny. And so that's just, you know, for the people that don't follow sports. They can, you know, tune in and enjoy it. So uh, that's going to be happening. Also, what's going to be happening, not right away, but I'm going to be changing the name of the YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok handles to, uh, instead of BBOBS Podcast, it's going to be BBOBS Productions, because I also want to do some other content. Um, I'm thinking golf scenes coming around. I play a lot of golf. Play some holes with us. Sounds like a fire video. It'd be fun to edit. I think a lot. it'd be a lot more entertaining. Yeah, we're going to keep... The, the other content on this channel will probably, will probably be a little more sports-oriented. But like I said, um, that BS episode, uh, we're recording it this weekend. And then I'm either going to probably post it sometime next weekend or um, next week or next weekend. So look out for that. Um, subscribe. Uh, like up the video um, or, the you know, the wherever you're finding this. Show me some love. I would appreciate it. Follow the Instagram and uh, TikTok, bbops.com podcast dot podcast for now um i'll let you know when i change the name again but um besides that i think we can get into it a little bit so i'll just start off here um obviously the big deal right now is super bowl i'll save that for last because that's a good little bit that i'm gonna get into so thirsty as hell i just played my uh first in real game with this new team i'm at college so i gotta gotta refuel after that <clears throat> i had an and one reverse lay and a step back three. And that's it. But uh, my team started off kind of bad. That's all right. We got next week. So, all right. Anyway, there's been some big um, games in the NBA. Cavs finished 11 and 2 um, in January. I mean, honestly, the Cavs have played a lot of poor teams. I think they're like, I forget what the record is. It might be up to 19 and 2 now. I'm not going to lie. Um, they've been on fire, but. Their competition. I mean, they they like the besides they the hardest teams they've played. They played the Bucks, and then they've played they've played like a couple decent teams. And then besides that, they're playing like the Wizards and the the Pistons. They played so it's like they're not really playing that much that that hard of teams. Um, so I feel like their record's a little fluctuated by the fact that their schedule's kind of Mickey Mouse schedule. Um, but going on, Anthony Simons spoiled the Dame winner. The Dame winner, what the hell, the uh, comeback game for Damian Lillard. That was kind of tough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Damian, Damian Lillard had like a little quote saying that he could see himself ending up as a trailblazer by the end of his career. Bro thinks he's like 28 again or some shit. Like, I'm not going to lie, Dame. Like, you're going to live out this contract with the Bucks and then, I mean, take it from there. I mean, I guess he is young. I'm not young, sorry. I guess he is a shooter. So they usually can play later into their careers. I don't know who he thinks he is. Um... <laughs> But uh, I wanted you to stay a buck, too. Like, you got to win at least one ring and then go back. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't even need to go back, though. Like, honestly, like, 
he had a hell of a run as a trailblazer. It's like, okay, bro, you just left there. Why are you already thinking about going back? I don't know. All right, now getting into the deadline a little bit here. Um, the Grizzlies traded Steven Adams to Houston for Victor Aladipo and three second-round picks. Three second-round picks is solid. I mean, even though the second round's kind of dead, honestly, in the NBA. It's going to give them some depth in the draft so they can make those, uh, get those picks and make more trades with them possibly in the future. Um, their Grizzlies are kind of an interesting story here because they were like the up-and-coming team and then the jaw drama. And then now it's just kind of like they're shit. And Marcus Smart hasn't really had a good season. And I don't know. It's just bleh. So it's kind of sad to see the Stephen Adams go to the Rockets, though, because, I mean, I don't know how much longer he has. Um, and he's not really, you know, the Houston Rockets aren't really looking too hot right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's an end move, honestly. Um, but good I mean, good for the Grizzlies to get that much value for him, I guess. They got Victor Aladipo, too, who, I mean, he's okay. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. 76ers MVP candidate Joel Embiid has torn his meniscus. So, I mean, in the last podcast, I was talking about how I totally expected Joel to win it this year, and I thought that he didn't deserve it last year. So this is the year that's meant for him. And then he tears meniscus. And everyone's bitching about the new 65-game limit rule. I think I believe it's 65 games. And it's like, bro, the MVP should play at least that many games. Like, no one wants an MVP to play 55 games. Like, really, you're going to play two-thirds of the season, like, roughly, and you're not you're going to win the most valuable player award. You weren't even on the court for a third of the time. So I think that's a good – I think it's a good role um, because I think the league's gone a little crazy with the um, purposeful rest days. I saw a good joke that was a – when Paul George and Kawhi realize that actually playing in the in games makes them better, and it's like facts, bro. Now the Clippers are the number one seed in the West, and I mean they got Russell Westbrook, James Harden, uh, Paul George, and Kawhi. Um, obviously, uh, Russ and James are kind of out of their primes now, but still, I mean they're still ballers. And um, I mean James Harden's actually been kind of cooking lately, and Russ is like a good solid rock off the bench honestly so i mean they're still playing good and clearly that shows in the record and um the clippers are gonna be good anywho though um 76ers yeah uh i'm i mean i never am happy when a guy gets injured i'm not evil because that's terrible but uh i i i mean i i could think of a worse player for this to happen to um I don't know. I think Joel's just kind of a bitch. Not a bitch. She's a little bit of a crybaby, and I'm a Bucks fan. I'm not going to like Joel. So that's that. He will not be the MVP this year due to this injury. Oh, yeah. Steph Curry dropped 60. I know I'm kind of just rambling here, but um, I'll have the subtitles or the the chapters in the, in the video. So, uh, yeah, Steph Curry dropped 60, 60 points um, in a loss to the Hawks. Um, he also had that buzzer beater, which is sick, against KD, uh, where KD called him a a uh, top five player ever. Um, he's definitely, I think he's definitely the best point guard of all time. I mean, if you match up Magic and Curry um, against each other, I think Curry's winning that 1v1 uh, every day of the week. I mean, maybe Magic's going to do some post moves on him, but uh, I got Curry. So uh, I guess this kind of just me, I'm just telling you, because Curry is still balling at the age of 35. He is good at basketball i mean 10 three-pointers i mean he's just he's gonna be good for a long time um and 
I like how um, his teammates are kind of adapting because, like, Steph's going to be Steph. And I like how Clay said, uh, he's like, you know what? I, I mean, I've had these two major injuries. Maybe I'll just be like a Ray Allen type player uh, near the end of his career to keep my longevity going and let this guy ball out because Steph still got it in the tank, which is so cool to see because he ha- he's had so many ankle injuries. He's able to stay healthy now, so. Kyrie Dunk. Damn, bro. <laughs> you learned it. For me, you watched the telecast. Then. Oh! Kyrie Irving! I mean, that was a yam. That wasn't even like a point guard. Like, uh, jump. Okay, I got it. Like, bro, cock that shit back. He slammed it home. So that was tough. Kyrie, Kyrie is sneaky athletic. I mean, we've all seen that bouncing video. I mean, bro's a stud. It was cool as shit to see that happen. <laughs> His teammates were like, holy shit. I mean... It's a grown man slam. So that was cool seeing that from Kyrie. Miles Bridges dropped a career high as well. 45 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 17 of 27 for shooting, 6 three-pointers made. Great game from him, even though, you know, Connor beats woman. All right, here's another big trade deadline move. Pacers and the Sixers finalized a deal that will send Buddy Heel to Philly. Um, Sixers will get Buddy Heald, Pacers get Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmaz, and three second-round picks. I, I I think it's a good move for the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers got to get something going. I mean, they're not going to have a beat for a while. The, I mean, they're in the playoff. They're in the playoffs right now, but they got to stay in the hunt without their almost MVP. So I think it's a good move. I mean, Buddy Heald's a shooter. I like seeing him leave Indiana because... As a Bucks fan, Indiana's kind of scary this year. Um, it's nice that they lose that stretching ability in their game. Uh, I think that 76ers, I mean, they got some ball. I mean, Tyrese Maxey and Buddy Heald together. That sounds pretty nice with Joe M. B. just manning the front. I mean, they're just not very deep. That's the thing. That's the thing that's kind of preventing them from being a true contender. Um, also, Joel Embiid sells kind of, but I, uh, yeah, it's a good move for the Sixers, the Pacers got decent value in return. Honestly, looking at this, Pacers really didn't get that much. I mean, they got Marcus Morris and three second-round picks and Korkmaz. Pull a picture of what he looks like. I have fucking no idea. I just know the name because it's Furkan Furkan Korkmaz. Korkmaz. It sounds like he low-key, like, took the Berlin Wall down. I don't know. But uh, I think that Sixers won this trade for sure. All right, another trade. Uh, Jazz sent Kelly Olynyk, Kelly Olynyk. Wow, Kelly Olynyk, Olynyk, and Ochi Agbaji. Oche, yep. To uh, Toronto for Kira Lewis, um, Otto Porter, and a twenty twenty fourth, twenty twenty four first round pick. <laughs> kind of a stinker trade. I mean, Toronto really give up a first-round pick in this upcoming draft for Kelly. Seems like Jazz won that trade because, I mean, they're not doing anything right now anyway. And uh, why not take a first-round pick? And this upcoming draft is pretty stacked. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting move from Raptors because they're kind of rebuilding. So why would they want to get rid of the first-round pick? I don't know. They must really love Kelly. Another trade here. Um, Bogdanovich and Alec Burks uh, were sent to the Knicks. The Pistons got Quentin Grimes, Malachi Flynn, Evan Fort, 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 oh my gosh, Fournier, Fournier, because he's got the last name that you shouldn't Google. Um, Ryan Arkid. 
Diakono and two second round picks. I mean, Bog, uh, Bogdanovich was tough <laughs> um, on the on the Pistons, but uh, I don't know. Another kind of meh move. The Knicks are making moves. They're making moves. They want to, They want this. This is a good year for them. Jalen Brunson has been balling. I don't blame him for getting stuff cooking here. Uh, Daniel Gafford was sent to the Mavs for Rashawn Holmes and a couple couple picks as well. I don't know the 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 the, the Mavericks just kind of make moves a lot. You know, it's like they're like one piece, one blender away, or two solid role players away from having a serious run. And I mean, they have Luka. Like you have Luka Doncic, who, in my opinion, um, should be MVP this year. Or he should be at least in the discussion. I saw NBA post the top three right now is um, Jokic, Shea, and then Giannis, which is like hype because I, you know, Giannis is my dog, more boys. Uh, but like, how is Luca not even in the conversation right now? He should be. He should be like. I think I should go. I mean, I can't believe Jokic is like. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Jokic right now. Winning another one is kind of crazy. Um, but, I mean, it's the one he deserved from last year, so I guess. I don't know. But uh, you can't really take Jokic out of there. So I guess you got to take Giannis out. But, like, I guess because Luka's team is not very good. I don't know. They're not bad, though. And Jokic won it when his team was not very high either. And Luka's putting up a hell of a season. So uh, I just think the Mavs got to do a little bit more. Raptors trading Dennis Schrader uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie. And then uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, he got uh, traded to the Raptors, and then he got cut, and now he's going to get picked up from the Lakers. It's just kind of a, it's a whatever, bro. Hey, you have some Fruit Loops. I have some Honey Nut Cheerios, bro. Let's make a trade, and let's buy the milk together. It's basically what they fucking said. So, pretty good move uh, for the Lakers. I mean, just add some depth. Um, he's like a low-key bucket. Um, I don't know. I think that... It's just a solid, get some depth. Lakers, I don't know really what they got to do to be successful, but I think this could help. So, um, just, you know, when in doubt, get some players that can make plays and get some players that can fill in spots and overall help the team chemistry. He's not going to be hogging the ball too much. He can create when he needs to. He can pass when he needs to. His defense is kind of the but uh, move for the Lakers. All right, move for the Lakers. Nothing to write home about, but... Now, this is interesting. Um, the Hornets trading P.J. Washington to the Mavs, and the Hornets will get uh, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick. Hornets. W trade for the Hornets, for sure. I mean, like I said, Mavs, bro. Really? P.J. Washington? You're getting with Seth Curry, Grant Williams? A first-round pick for P.J. Washington? For P.J. Washington? All right, here's one of the bigger moves, I think, but I'm probably a little biased. Um, 76ers traded Pat Bev to the Bucks for campaign and a 2027 second round pick. So for campaign, essentially, I like it a lot, actually, um, as a Bucks fan, you know, this kind of slaps a little personal, um, for me, let me move my camera down a little bit. Um, if you can't tell, I'm kind of, I have my camera up. My girlfriend got me a nice ass stand with a ring light and then we tried to use the ring light and it worked. And then I kicked the shit out of the cord coming down from my bunk, and it broke. So, um, it was an anniversary gift, and I feel kind of shitty about it. Because, fuck, dude, it's looking nice. Like, this lighting right here is fine. It's coming from my office light in my dorm. But, like, bro, I had a ring light. 
I don't know. But yeah, this shit's nice. Anyway, um, yeah, Pepev, this is, I mean, this is exactly the move the Bucks needed to make. Obviously, it's not for the future future, but it's for this year. And you got to go out a lot when you got Dame now. So uh, I think it's a good move for that reason. I think Pepev is going to bring that intensity, that, that, excuse me, the intensity, that, 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 that grit, that, that, um, I can't think of the word right now, that pesky mentality to a defense, a perimeter defensive unit that is lackluster. We got the interior figured out. I mean, yeah, Brooke Lopez is like l- literally the slowest player in the in, in the game, bro, in the NBA. But I mean, he gets blocks. He's like second in the league for blocks per game right now. Yeah, Giannis is Giannis. So I mean, as long as Pat Bev and Dame can try to get a little chemistry back, um, I think it's a great move for Milwaukee. Address what they needed to, um, and everyone's freaking out freaking out about doc rivers um like he started out like a one and four this year um as a bucks fan or as a buck as the bucks coach jeez i'm a little tired as the bucks coach but like dude you just started up on this team it's a new system uh also dude everyone's injured i was watching a game with some boys here and i was like oh dame's not playing and they're like nah he did something to his ankle i was like oh and then brooke brooke wasn't playing because robin was in and i was like this is before the trade because they got rid of robin as well um, I was like, oh, why, why is Robert playing so much? And they're like, Brooks Hart. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was like, damn, is Chris not playing? And they're like, nah, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Giannis got hurt for a sec. I was like, dude, this is, this is just not even the Bucks. Like, no wonder we're losing. I don't know. Don't overreact, Bucks, Bucks Nation. It only overreact when we lose in the playoffs because then we got two more years with Doc on contract. So, <sighs> Patrick Bev, good move for the Bucks. Um, a kind of a big non-move that DeJounte Murray will stay with the Hawks. Bro, Lakers fans are on suicide watch right now. Holy shit, bro. Um, not only the Lakers, but, like, the Bucks. Like, obviously, we got Pep Bev, but it would have been nice to have DeJounte Murray, a defensive-minded guy that also is a bucket. Like, he's a lot more of a bucket than Pep Bev. Uh, I mean, he's, like, a star, and Pep Bev's, like, a world player now. So, uh, but I don't know. I'm just... He probably woke up that day. I was like, damn, I'm still here. Like, I thought for sure he was getting traded. Like, they still got Trey Young and everything. I don't know. The Hawks just, like, they're so mediocre. They're actually statistically the most mediocre team in the NBA, like, historical-wise. The, the closest to 500 record overall. Pretty sure that's true. I think I saw Jimmy Highroller talk about it about two years ago. So, I could be wrong there. But, doesn't it sound right? The Hawks being mid? They're mid. That's what they are. Heading over to the MLB, just for one quick thing. Because I'm mad about it. It's kind of the only major thing. I mean, Bobby Witt Jr. signed with the Royals. Huge, huge contract. 11 years, $288.7 million. Um, Jose Altuve signed with the Astros. Five-year, $125 million. There's one more big headline, and I'm very sad about it. That Corbin Burns, the Cy Young Award-winning Corbin Burns, has been traded to the Baltimore Orioles for Joey Ortiz. D.L. Hall and the 34th pick in the 2024 drafts. I'm gonna need some water. I'm gonna need some fucking fucking vodka. Holy shit. Like, dude, what are the Brewers doing? Really? We're gonna trade one of the best players, one of the best pitchers in that league for for prospects? And not only are we gonna trade him, we're gonna trade him to the Orioles where he's gonna be 
surrounded by young talent, and he's still in his prime of his career, and they're like low-key just a player or two away from making the World Series already. The Orioles are going to be so scary um, just overall in the future until they, like, you know, their names want big money. But these first couple of years, it's going to be like, holy shit. I don't know what the Brewers are thinking here. It's just such an elf freaking play. I was so pissed about it when I found out. <sighs> like, the one time that our offense is good, we get rid of our pitching. Multiple of them. Multiple pitchers, too. God damn. I don't know. I do know. Fuck this. I hate the move. I hate the move. I hate the move. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. Um, NFL terms, that's like Fred Warner getting traded to the Texans. I would say that's what that is. Because uh, what the fuck are we doing, bro? A little NFL news before we dive into the Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of coaching changes have been made. But um, the one that I wasn't able to highlight in the last video because started after or it happened after the video was that the Seattle Seahawks are going to hire the good ass Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald now this is going to be interesting because the Seahawks unlike the Jim Harbaugh situation to the Chargers where you can clearly see that this coach is for sure going to benefit this team that's been struggling the Seahawks team isn't quite there yet they don't, I know I don't really know what they're going to do with Geno um they have a lot of good pieces but they're not at that talent talent level that chargers are at so it's gonna be interesting to see what this guy can do um i wouldn't be surprised if uh they start off really hot i wouldn't be surprised if they're i mean they definitely are expected to be a playoff team i would say now um i don't you know i'm not super into coordinators i don't follow coordinators super closely that aren't linked to my teams the packers and the browns but um i know this guy's really good i mean he just held the Number one offense or one of number one defense in the league, so he's clearly knows what he's talking about, and I think that's good for the Seahawks to go back to a defensive um, oriented head coach. I mean, we had uh, Pete Carroll, who I would say he was pretty balanced overall, but he had the Legion of Boom, so they kind of have that identity as like you know that defensive unit, the Seattle Seahawks. So um, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a good move. I would not be surprised if they are pretty solid next year. And I, I'm i just curious what they're going to plan on doing with Gino because man is not getting any younger. So I don't want to write him off, though. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. I don't want to write him off, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury withdrawed, or he got the job as the Raiders' offensive coordinator. He withdrawed from it, which is kind of funny because it's the Raiders. Now he's going to be the commander's offensive coordinator. So interesting that he uh, declined the job there. Um, I think he's a good OC. Surprised that he lost his job so quick in uh, Arizona. I mean, I guess he was kind of found to be a fraud, but I don't know. Uh, it's going to be the Cardinals got to do something, or the Commanders got to do something different. So um, I don't know. I think he gets a little overhated. Don't mind that play at all. Um, get a new face in there. And they're probably going to have Caleb Williams, um, I would assume, unless they don't trade up. Because I, I think the Bears should trade. Um or just use their pick and get not Caleb Williams, you know. But uh, at the same time, it's like you could probably trade down to the two or three and still get some player of value because uh, the Panthers sold so hard that they are the number one pick. <laughs> Can't believe that happened. Um, yeah, Bears, Bears are looking going to be nice in the future. I don't know if I'd switch uh, on from Justin Fields yet. Honestly, I don't think I would. 
I think I would give him one more year and surround him with talent. Because, I mean, he's like, is he like the perfect player, the one that you wanted drafting while you were drafting him? No. But is he good enough to make a good run with this team? I think so. He's got that big play capability. Um, he doesn't have too many. Um, like at the beginning of the year, he was looking really rough. He kind of picked it up at the end of the year. The Bears record wasn't so bad. Um, like it start, They started off really bad, and they kind of picked it up, like I said. So uh, I think I'd, you know, I'd run it back. If he sucks this upcoming year, though, you could probably give, get some value trade to a team like the – you could trade into the Falcons now, get some – shit back and then trade Caleb Williams I don't know uh they have a decision to make um and I don't really know how I got on the topic of the Bears because I'm talking about Cliff Kingsbury oh yeah because uh they have the number two pick Jesus Christ um yeah good move and uh the Bears have a decision to make and that um will depend on what they want to do with Justin Fields and that will ultimately ultimately depend or alter the commander's future and this move is a part of that future there we go sum it up wrap it up bring it back to the beginning all right nfl awards surprise surprise cj stroud has been named nfl's offensive rookie of the year um do i think he deserves it most likely yeah i think he's i mean he had kind of low-key like the best quarterback rookie season we've seen in a long time but at the same time his rookie class was really good um jane reed was definitely like a third option um which is cool to see because he wasn't even that hot first half of the year uh but obviously the the big snub is puka um puka nakua uh, set the record for receiving yards and receiving touchdowns for a rookie so like yeah damn like you can't really do much better than that or receptions yeah receptions and receiving yards so yeah um just tough year for puka to have to go against argue arguably the best rookie season anyone has ever had at quarterback. So, um, I think it's well-deserved. They did win a playoff game. Um, they did really um, overreach um, their um, possible boundaries. They really overachieved what their record was supposed to be. I'm all right with it. Miles Garrett, named Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I am unhappy <laughs> as a Browns fan. The Browns cashed out four award winners. I'll get to those in a bit. But hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Miles Garrett slacking up those things for the resume for the eventual Hall of Fame career. Um, do I think that TJ got a little bit TJ Watt got snubbed a little bit? Yeah, but he's also a Steeler, and I'm also a Browns fan. So hell yeah, Miles Garrett. He deserves this anyway. He's been too solid for like he's so consistent for these first five years of his career. He deserves just to get that put on his resume right now. I'm a, I'm super happy. I when I saw this, I was like, wow. I didn't Loki didn't think that he was gonna pull it off, but he did. Um, he's a hell of a player. I mean, obviously, he's the best defensive player of the year. So, hell yeah, baby, go dogs. Texans will Anderson named defensive rookie of the year. So the Texans have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. They join, oh wow, the Texans have both the rookies of the year, like I just said. Um, they joined the, other, the Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner of the Jets last year um, for the only teams to do that. To do that. Wow, I didn't know that. I mean, I guess, yeah, Garrett and Sauce had really good first years. So the Texans are looking scary. They are looking scary. Um, kind of crazy that the Browns and the Texans low-key carried these awards. Like, they had a lot of them. 
the future is bright in Houston. In Cleveland, but in Houston. I mean, like, you have your quarterback winning this award, and then a beast like Will Anderson Jr. <sighs> it's going to be scary. Browns head coach, Kyle Savansky, won coach of the year. Hell yeah. I really thought they were going to give it to uh, Texans head coach, but uh, they didn't, even though that uh, Texans beat them in the playoffs. So I was kind of surprised by this, but honestly, I think he deserves it more because out of all the top five seeded teams in both the AFC and NFC, they all had like one quarterback through the whole year, maybe two, and the Browns had four. So they struggled and with that position due to all the injuries and mis- misplays. So I think being a head coach, it's really hard to adapt to because you start with Deshaun Watson and end up with Joe Flacco, like wholly opposites, and you're still able to – obviously Joe Flacco was balling, but you were still able to have a hell of a year. And without Nick Chubb, you know, who obviously snapped his leg against said Steelers in the second week, I, I think it's well-deserved, and I'm happy because I'm a Browns fan. Christian McCaffrey, NFL Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, obviously, uh, he low-key uh, was like the MVP, though, but they don't do that for non-quarterbacks, obviously. Because, like, bro, like, okay, I'll just spoil it, even though it's not a spoiler. Like Lamar, like, yeah, he had a good year. MVP, I don't know. So, good for Christian McCaffrey. Um, had a hell of a year. Basically, the MVP. Obviously, that is the right move. Browns quarterback, NFL comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. They didn't give it to DeMar. They they said, fuck it, this dude's throwing the rock so good. Who gives a shit that that brother died? Um, honestly, I like I, I think, obviously, what happened to DeMar sucks. Uh, and his bounce back, that's hype as shit. But at the same time, yeah, Joe was, Joe was slinging the rock, and DeMar really didn't do anything. So if you're looking at it from a pure playing perspective, it makes sense. I'm just surprised the NFL went with it. Um, and then the NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson, uh, 24 passing touchdowns. Uh, obviously, he had the rushing capabilities, um, and he had the number one team in the league, but he also had the number one defense in the league. So how much did he really um, – how much value did he actually have for this team? It is called most valuable player, not just the best player or the quarterback and the best team award. So I don't know. It's just so many injuries happened this year, and the, I mean, like this shows us that the QB notion is never gonna leave the MVP like anytime soon. Um, like meaning, like a, a non quarterback's not gonna win that for a long time. If this year CMC didn't win it over Lamar, over all the quarterbacks that like because of all the quarterbacks that got hurt, there was just so much opportunity for a different player to step up, and Christian McCaffrey did. Tyreek Hill did until he got hurt, and voters still said, fuck you, give us the quarterback. My thoughts on the Super Bowl. Well, first off, I called it. Uh, in that last video, me and Hunter were talking about our predictions for the Super Bowl after our brackets were absolutely busted. I mean, not really. I mean, we both had the 49ers in the playoffs, but I mean, or in the champion, or in the Super Bowl, but I guess that was not really a hot t- take because uh, their roster was so stacked, and they scored crawled their way there. I mean, they barely even got to the Super Bowl, honestly. And I think that Patty Mahomes flashed my camera or computer a little bit there. Patty Mahomes, he balled out. He showed why he's on his way to be the GOAT. Um, that first half of the game was so boring, though. Holy shit. 
10 to 3, really. But I, I had not only bets on this game, but then, you know, those grids that's like whatever the score is and whatever the score is at the end of a quarter. If you're there, if you got that square lined up with it, you win like 200 bucks. That's what my softball team did for a fundraiser. Dude, I had four and zero. You know how good I was feeling pregame? And then it was 10 to three. And then it was 16 to 10 or some shit. And then going into overtime, it was 22 to 22. What a weird ass game, bro. Or it wasn't 20. It was 1919. What a weird ass game. But yeah, the first half was so blah. Both teams look flat. CMC fumbled, which is like what? Pacheco fumbled, which is like what? Uh, Brock Party looked off. Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey were just not in sync. Kelsey had one catch for one yard, and it was a screen pass. 49ers defense started off really hot. Fred Warner was everywhere. He actually had a really good game. Um, I mean, Kelsey was, I mean, like I said, one yard in the in the, in the the first half. I mean, the streaker had more yards than Travis Kelsey did in that first half. But then halftime happened. Usher was mid. Um, Alicia Keys is fire, though. And, um, and obviously those throwback legends came out, too. So that was hype. Uh, and then, uh, then the second half started, and it just became a fairly good game. Patrick Mahomes started showing that he's Patrick Mahomes. And Brock Purdy showed that he's Brock Purdy. And Christian McCaffrey kind of didn't get the rock that much, even though he was playing pretty damn good. I will say, I kind of forgot about this that happened. Like, one of the only good plays in the first half. That play, Juwan Jennings, that was a hell of a throw. And Christian McCaffrey just found the end zone. Ballsy call from Kyle Kyle Shanahan. His only good call of the day. <laughs> his, his only not bad call of the day, honestly. He, I don't know, I don't think he coached a very good game on the offensive side, uh, especially that second half. Obviously, the overtime miscue. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a problem jumping ahead. I don't really have a – you know what? I'll stay. <laughs> I'll stay where I am. Christian McCaffrey did not do a whole lot in that second half, or he just didn't get a lot of opportunity. Um, Debo got hurt for a sec. Brennan Ayuk was quiet. George Kittle did nothing. I mean, they just – their offense, who was so stacked, they had damn near almost all all pros – on the skill at the skill positions, if Debo didn't get hurt, he would have been all pro too. Like just nothing. They just couldn't produce anything. Brock Purdy wasn't producing. The Chiefs were just a better team in that second half, and it showed. And holy clutch blocked PAT. Uh, that was huge. Uh, the 49ers put up a little. I mean, the best player in the 49ers was Juwan Jennings. He definitely should have won the um, Super Bowl MVP if they won, which they probably would have just gave it to Purdy, honestly. But Jawan Jennings had a hell of a game. He's the second player in the history of the Super Bowl to have a, a passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. The only other player is Nick Foles on the Philly special. Uh, Philly, Philly. So that's a little fun fact for you, Jawan Jennings. True baller. Uh, showed up when his team needed needed him the most, and they were asleep. So, And then overtime happens, and then the coin flip. Um, 49ers choose to def- or choose to accept the kick, and with the new Josh Allen roll in place, uh, both teams get a chance to score in the NFL playoffs. The first team scores a touchdown, the second team has to score a touchdown, and then it's uh, sun death after that, I believe. So everyone everyone was hating, like, why wouldn't you just defer? Like, you want to see what the other team does first, and then you know how to play? It's like, bro, like, but what if they both score touchdowns, and then they get the ball? 
I don't know. I don't have a huge problem with the call. Apparently, some 49ers players didn't know how it worked the overtime, uh, or even Chiefs players, and they didn't explain it well in the broadcast. I I backed that statement up, but I don't know. I don't think that coin toss was such a big deal, and everyone's making it out to be such a big deal. Uh, they showed uh, less than a minute of Taylor Swift. I was surprised by that. Um, so that was cool. Um, Patrick Mahomes gets his third ring, uh, cementing himself as a dynasty in the tw- late 2010s, early 2020s with this team. Andy Reid is climbing up that goat coach ladder. Uh, Kelsey gets his third ring. Kelsey ended up having a better second half. Uh, he had like seven catches, 85 yards, something like that. So he started getting active. Pacheco does what he does, has solid running games. No touchdowns, I believe, though, which is pretty surprising. This boy is usually a touchdown machine. Um, yeah, kind of an under... It was, like, very slow burn. It was like, this game sucks, this game sucks, this game sucks. Okay, okay. Okay, this game's mid. Okay, 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 we're going to overtime. Okay, three seconds left on the clock. Touchdown. Okay. Kind of like the uh, the halftime performance, honestly. I'm like, okay, he can dance, cool. And at the end, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the game picked up, and uh, it was enjoyable enough. And Patrick Mahomes had a hell of a play on a couple of good-ass runs on that last drive. Uh, that first inter- that interception he had in the third quarter was it's a bad throw. I don't really know what happened there. But overall, great game from Patty Mahomes. Over 300 yards, I think 333 yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, the rushing yards had a decent amount of rushing yards, at least forty. Good game from the Chiefs. Uh, their defense held strong, honestly, against a strong Forty uh, ers offense. And now, if you're the Forty ers I don't know what you got to do. I mean, your team can't get better than that. I'm sure Ayuk's walk, or Ayuk might not walk now. Um, but you got to pr- play Brock Purdy money, and Ayuk wants money, like just like anyone else. So he's gonna get signed somewhere. That's gonna pay him big. So do you handcuff your team for the future and go for it again? Do you know Brock Purdy's the right guy? I don't know. It's a lot of decisions that have to be made in California. And for Chiefs, not really. I mean, Tony's leaving. They literally healthy scratched him in the last two games of the playoffs, which is crazy. But deserved. Tony was kind of a dick. Uh, and also just bad at football. Yeah, so, I mean, that was the Super Bowl. I mean, the, like I, like I said, the Chiefs. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You got Patty Mahomes, rinse and repeat. 49ers got a lot of decisions to make in the future. Um, their defense is still stacked, but they got a lot of free agents unrestricted coming up. And they're going to have to spend some money on some players and not on some other players. So that's going to be really interesting. And Patty Mahomes cements his legacy. He is going to keep on going. He's not slowing down. I could just rattle off so many stats about how Patrick Mahomes is, you know, the first quarterback in major sports to – win uh three titles in the first seven years of his career and he's three for five now uh, or four for five for appearances three for five in the last five years and he's the youngest quarterback he's the young before 30 blah 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 you've heard those before if you follow sports um follow football he's young and he's good and he wins morals moral of the story and uh next year there's a new season six months to go until no football so that's a little upsetting. And I'm going to say it right now. The 24. Jesus. the That's such a crazy. The 2025 NFL champs are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. Calling 3 Pete is crazy. But 
I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm actually not going to stick to this at all. But just in case they do win, I'm calling it right now. But I'm sure I'll have a prediction video in the future. So don't take this too hard. But the Chiefs win. The Chiefs win. And I called it. So anyway, um, that'd be cool to see a three-peat. I don't really mind dynasties that much unless they're against my team. And I don't think the Packers are going to get to the Super Bowl next year. Even though they almost did this year. I don't know. I could rant about that too. Packers have a hell of a year. They have a hell of a future. I'm excited for the NFL in 2024. 25 I'm excited for the the next year, next season. Hopefully we won't we won't get so many injuries. Hopefully Deshaun Watson uh picks up his shit too. Uh because I don't know if Joe Flacco's staying. I don't know what the plan is with that. And I hope he's actually good and just not an injury prone little race anymore. So anywho. Um that basically concludes this episode. I didn't think it was gonna take that long to get through everything, but we're at 57 minutes and 7 seconds here. I'm sure it won't be that long for you guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Double BOBS podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, share, comment, do whatever the hell you want. Um, favorite it. Uh, export it as an MP3. Do whatever you want. Uh, show me some love. I really appreciate it. It helps everything smoothly in the algorithm and shows that I, you know, I'm not doing this for nothing. Um, I still got a hell of motivation. It's just with school, it's going to be interesting when school really picks up. Because I'm still like three weeks into semester. It's still kind of fresh. Um, and I also need my Rocket League time. So, anywho, uh, it is 10 o'clock on the dot here. And I'm going to head out. So, thank you for listening and watching. Um, look for that name change. I'll eventually let you guys know when I do it. It'll probably be just when I drop the first golf content video. And I think we're going to record that actually this weekend. I know it's February, but there's a place... Um, it's not going to be the highest quality golf, uh, in course or skill, but it'll be fun. And, uh, I'm going to be with my special guests that we're, I'm recording an episode with, um, this weekend as well. And by then, whenever that golf video posts, which will definitely not be until at least next week slash weekend, uh, the name will be changed and I'll let you guys all know about that. So for now, follow, subscribe, like, blah, 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 the BBOBS podcast on all streaming platforms and on YouTube and then social medias, BBOBS.podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Brandon Grider. I appreciate your viewership and I'll see you in the first BS episode next week. Holy shit, I am tired.